From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit, a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her guest lineup of authors, healers, educators, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Each week, Sherrianna and her team of experts share remarkable insights about life, spirit, manifesting, and more. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sherrianna Boyle. I'm your guide. I'm the host of this podcast, and I wanted to welcome you to the show. If you're new to the show, this is a show about spirituality. It's a show about mental health, and we explore many, 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 many topics in terms of helping yourself to feel better using spiritual techniques and tools to support the elevation of your vibration because we let's face it we're all vibrational beings first right we're all energy beings on the planet and the planet is energy and so it's just a, a it's not a instead of angle but it just allows you to supplement what you may already have in place as a way to create a, a life that you desire, one that includes health and, and happiness and, and gratitude and love and service, right? So if you don't know me, I'm the author of many books. Um, the most recent is Emotional Detox Now. I have That's a third of an emotional detox series. And emotional detox is all about getting to your emotions, not getting rid of them. Let's be clear. We're getting to them because we bury them. And we do that in a lot of ways. And one of the ways that we know that we're burying an emotion is we start to feel burnt out, right? We start to get overextended. We feel overworked. We can feel exhausted. And as a result, you can feel a little lost. You can feel sad. And today we're going to talk about that. Today's show is really devoted to conversations about burnout, but also talking about how people that might feel energetically sensitive, right? Highly sensitive people, if that's the way you want to phrase it, or empaths, or how those individuals can help strengthen themselves so that they don't have to wait till they're burnout before they make any changes and choices in your life. And, you know, when we use the term empath, it means many, many things. My guest is going to clarify, clarify that for us. So I just want to take a, another opportunity to give you a warm welcome. I'm grateful that you are here. Your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. And now it's time to begin the show. Welcome, Anne Bayoube, to Just Ask Spirit. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. So audience, let me tell you a little bit about Anne. Anne is a spiritual teacher with an uncommon ability to share her story and insights in a way that awakens the inner wisdom in others. She helps people free themselves from the societal and parental conditioning that is holding them back from realizing their highest calling of their soul. Her work has also allowed her to share the stage with renowned self-help luminaries, including best-selling authors, Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra, Elizabeth Gilbert, and Sir Ken Robinson, Gabrielle Bernstein, Neil Donald Walsh, Greg Braden, need I say more? <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find her at Anne, it's A-N-N-E, and it's spelled, her last name is spelled B-E-R-U-B-E.com. And really, we're here to celebrate Anne and to really share your latest book, which is called, everyone, uh, The Burnout Antidote. So I have the cover right here, copy of your book, and it's a spiritual guide to empowerment for empaths over givers. Everybody's ears are perking up now <laughs> and highly sensitive people. Why'd you write this book, Anne? <laughs> <laughs> 
I wrote it for myself first, Ariana. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I, I thought that um, I did have a limiting belief around the work that I was doing. I, I believe that when you're on your path and you found your calling and your two feet on your path, I had a limiting belief that you don't burn out. I really, truly thought that, you know, you have all the energy in the world and you're, you know, you're, 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 you're being guided and therefore you're not depleting yourself, but it's not, it's not true. Um, and so I, uh, it was about seven years ago, I had a full uh, schedule with clients, one-on-one clients as a spiritual coach and an author, and I was doing workshops and, um, and I hit a wall. I felt completely depleted, um, completely mm-hmm. fatigued. And I, I'm sure some of your listeners could relate to, then you just catch every little cold, you know, when you're just not mm-hmm. strong or not, you know, um, feeling good. And so it was just getting worse and worse and worse. And I remember one day I was on the computer, ta- you know, typing an email and I was like, <sighs> like huffing and puffing and my husband came over and he put his hand on my shoulder and he was like are you okay and I said oh I think I need to refer this client to someone who still likes people and that's and I heard myself (laughs) say that (laughs) he heard me say that and as a you know the spiritual teacher and coach I was like oh wow this is yeah it's almost a little bit embarrassing to say but it's the truth I I was yeah I, I, and I didn't understand intellectually why mm. something that I was so good at that I always wanted to do that brought me so much joy that got results, people were getting results, um, mm. was making me feel this way. It made no sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I love your authenticity and your honesty there because I, that is to me, and I'm sure you're, 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 the one who really dove into the subject of burnout, but a sign when you stop liking people, <laughs> right? <laughs> I remember, I, you know, one of my daughters is um, a manager of a store. And I asked her one day, you know, what is the hardest part about being a manager? And she said, dealing with stupid people. And I was like, <laughs> woo, okay. Whoa. <laughs> you <laughs> love your job, right? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, wow. You know, I mean, these are signs. These are signs. I know. You're I overextended, know. especially when it's out of character and, and she's not like that at all. She doesn't talk about people that way. She's, you know, when you start not losing yourself, right. And, exactly. Right. And you stop just kind you know, and, and now you're, you're angry, negative, <laughs> right. <laughs> These, yes. these, these are signs, right? Yes. Overworked, overextended. Yeah. So you said that, and then what happens? So I knew I needed to, to address this. And I'd been doing this work for a long time prior to that. So I knew I, need, I needed to listen to what I preach, right? I, I needed to take some space and uh, pay attention to what was really driving my desire for service. Hmm. Um, because I never really asked myself that question. I've always been there for people, you know, and you might relate to that. Like you just, you're the one that's always been there, like mm-hmm. your friends, your family, then you become a young adult and you're just, you're that person and you never questioned it. And so what I, I started to ask myself, like, why do I do this? Why, what is driving this huge love for, for being there for other people? And I decided to stop doing the one-on-one coaching for a little bit, which intellectually, like my mind, my logical mind didn't like that because it was my, you know, main uh, income. And um, I'd been like working so hard to building this practice. It just made no sense. But I knew that in order for me to get perspective, for me to be able to see the greater picture, I did have to take some time. So even when I knew I needed to take the self-help, self-love step, Mm-hmm. I get emails and people were, you know, were saying, oh, I, I really would like to see you. And even though I had made this decision, I still could feel in me this, well, I could still de- do this one mm-hmm. or, you know, and I was like, what is that? Like, I, I know I need this space, but yet this this pull inside that just wants to continue to do it. And, and that's when I realized that I needed to be needed. Ah, I needed to be needed. Everybody hear that one? <laughs> and I that need- was driving the pleasing, right? Like the people uh-huh. pleasing because 
I couldn't remember a time in my life where people didn't need me. Mm. And when people yeah, did you grow me, up? Did you grow up with a lot of siblings or anything like that? Were you- I only had one sibling, but I had a mother who had uh, interesting personality and I won't go too much into. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, a lot of control, a lot of criticism and and on the spectrum of narcissism as well. Mm. And so from the very beginning, I felt like I was born for her. And um. so I've, you know, always needed mm. um, by her. And so I asked myself the question, who was I before I was needed? Like, who was that little girl before right. the world started to take from her? Mm-hmm. And when I asked that question, Shariana, I, there was just the sadness and almost like an empty feeling inside. And because, mm-hmm. you know, my work is about embodied healing and embodied spirituality, I just knew I had to stay with that feeling. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to love love that sensation inside so what I did is it lasted three months every morning in my meditation I would check in Mm -hmm. I breathe deeply and I would ask her Mm -hmm. who are you when the world doesn't need you who were you before the world before you were needed and every morning there was this like sadness and and wait and I know just from experience and from Mm-hmm. I knew from from the work that I had been doing that I had to be patient. Mm. This was like the inner child who I'd been ignoring for a very, very, very long time, and she wasn't just going to give me the answer like that. She, I needed mm. to gain her trust. Mm. Wow, there was this beautiful, you know, Interesting. relationship that I started to build with her, and. Um, and then, you know, three months went by and every day, and I remember like towards the end of the three months, my husband was like, are you okay? Like, are you sure you're okay? Because, mm-hmm. you know, it, I, I always think like husbands of spiritual you know, teachers or whoever, like people mm-hmm. who do this work, like they're troopers because, mm-hmm. you know, we're a bit, we're addicted to this expansion and we're always looking for that new invitation. And it's, it's not like, it can be scary. It can it's be not scary a walk in the park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It can be scary for for your partner, especially you decide not to work. <laughs> exactly. Right, um, yeah. and that that takes a lot of trust and and obviously a belief in you that you know what you're doing. You know that I, exactly. I'm sure if he didn't have that in you, that he wouldn't would have might have stepped in and said, "Wait a minute, here you're making a mistake." But he didn't, right? He didn't. No, he, he saw it. Yeah, he had seen me go through these different, you know, um, processes of expansion, really, and they happen often. And I think that's what we, we forget is that it's not just a one time thing, you know, it's not, okay, I've healed that. And now I'm done. It's like, now with the acceleration Mm -hmm. of evolution that's happening on the planet, it's like, sometimes it feels like every week, we have a new invitation. And we're like, Oh, my goodness, can I just settle for two seconds with what I know to be it, true it, right now. <laughs> it is true. And those of you that are listening, it is if you're noticing that, like we're really, we're changing so quickly now. Transformation is happening so fast, right? Which is a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. But you might need extra rest in extra the process. Yeah. And remember not to white knuckle anything. Like, you know, yeah. like if you hold on to what feels comfortable for too long, it's, it's just going to hurt. It's, yeah, it's good to, you know, I say, wake up in the morning and just really allow yourself to be surprised by the, like the day. Mm. Don't, don't expect it to be exactly how you planned it. Structured it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because it's, that's not helpful. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting because um, I don't use a, when I schedule clients, I don't use a calendar. <laughs> now part <laughs> you know how some people send you the link, like put yourself in my calendar. And I, I've had many people say, you know, are you going to, and I've toyed with it, but I kind of like the freedom of not mm-hmm. waking up to a full calendar and letting it, you know, really listening to what's happening for me. And I just trust the, you know, my guides, they're going to send me, you know, it, it's really, for me, it brings balance. I know for some people are like, I couldn't live without my online calendar. Mm-hmm. I just, I I'm okay with the, a little bit of back and forth. Um, 
because I just arrange it around what feels right for me. (laughs) Right. And if I do it way ahead, it's sometimes it can get that feeling like, look Mm -hmm. at my full day. There's no room to go get an ice cream <laughs> right? or something, or for me, it's gelato, but anyway, yeah. so, um, your book, let's, let's, let's dive in a little bit. So you, well, before we get there, so you take three months off, you ask mm-hmm. this question. Yep. What happens after that? Do you go back? <laughs> Do you write the yes. book? What's so, the so, um, you know, every morning, the same answer. And then, um, you know, one evening, I remember I go out on a date with my husband, we go out for dinner. And, you know, he says, are you how are you feeling? Are you still feeling sad? Like, and, you know, as a mom, and as a, a, a wife, like you always, you, you want to be the person who people count on, You're, you don't want to be the burden, you don't want to be one that they have to worry about. And I think that's just like, um, ingrained in us. And so everything in me wanted to say, I'm better, don't worry about me. But I knew that if I said that I was going to betray her that little girl. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. I wish I could tell you different, but I'm still quite sad. Mm-hmm. And the next morning, Sheriana, I woke up, I asked the question and it was completely different. It was this like butterflies and fire and energy moving. And I was like, oh, this is so good. And so for me, you know, um, this, this status was hiding a lot of fire and it was all like bundled up and it, it was under shame as well because as little girls we can't be angry we can't be passionate we can't be loud we can't be big mm-hmm. and so all this fire was bundled up and it was actually eating up eating me up you know like it was burning me up, uh, out from the inside um and so I talk a lot about in the book about fire and anger and how an embodied approach to looking at that energy for women, especially is so it just changes everything. So mm-hmm. the book really started from that place of wow, burnout is a crisis in meaning, like, and when we're not operating from that core essence, and we're really letting or unconsciously letting those Could you conditions say that, again, man? that was too good to just slip by here. <laughs> so burnout, burnout is what? A crisis in meaning. A crisis in meaning. Yes. You hear yes. that, everybody? A crisis <laughs> in meaning. I like that. Okay. And and asking that question, you know, why am I doing what I'm doing? And if the answer is not connected to that core essence, to what's underneath those limiting beliefs, like what's underneath those layers of, of trapped emotions, then you'll hit a wall and that's okay. We all do. It's just the next invitation yeah, for growth and for transformation. I love that. It's the next invitation for growth and transformation. Totally can Mm -hmm. see that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So So I did go back. So I I was going to say what happened. Okay. (laughs) So you go back and do you just start seeing clients again or is it different? It's completely different. So I decided who I wanted to work with. So I wanted to work with people who worked with people, okay? Wanted to work with people who are self-responsible and love this process. <clears throat> I didn't want to do talk therapy anymore. I didn't want to, you know. So you, uh, with, uh, you, you have a PhD, just so the mm-hmm. audience knows. And so were you functioning as a spiritual therapist? Coach. Well, Coach, a coach, a spiritual coach. Yes, my PhD is not in spiritual therapy. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. you were doing mainly talk. You you were doing a different approach. Is that what you were doing? So people would come and see me uh, more, mostly because they'd heard from other people. Oh, mm-hmm. you should go see Anne. She really helps you with this and this and this. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot, you know, at the beginning, I would just say yes to everyone, and there were there were a lot of people who. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they really didn't want the spiritual aspect. They just wanted to feel a little bit better mm-hmm. and that's okay. But it's just, I realized that that's not my strength. Mm. And when I do that, I deplete myself, but gotcha. when I'm focused on, Hey, I see your light. Mm-hmm. Can you see it too? Let's mm. work with that. Like mm. to me, that's like, yes. I'm, I'm, you know, the power is right there in you. I'm going to, I'm going to share what, what, what I'm, sensing but this is you this is yours and then you see the person taking that responsibility and that power and that to me just energizes me all day 
Okay. So you, you really shifted your course. You didn't just say yes to everybody. And you really went from the approach of what is your strength rather yes. than what do they need? What is my strength? Yes, exactly. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. And then totally you, get that. Totally, totally get that. Yeah. You do what you do not because people need yeah. you. You do yes. it because it's who you are. Yes. You know, that's, that's how just a spirit came to be. I, mm. it, it just came, I just said, this is who I am. I might as well just be this in the world <laughs> <laughs> because I'm very spiritual, but yet I have a very strong academic background, you know, yeah. like you, you yep. said your PhD isn't in yep. this. So you tend to go, okay, well, I have a background in psychology and da, da, da. Um, this is absolutely fascinating. I'm glad that you went back because you sound wonderful at what you do. And I'm <laughs> super excited about this book. It's interesting that when I picked it up, I was I was kind of looking at um, you know different parts of your book, and I just came back. I was co-leading a retreat, and at the beginning of the retreat, we asked everyone to kind of focus on um, kind of what is your power word of the retreat for the weekend, right? Yeah. And I was kind of channeling, like, what is my power word? And I kept hearing life force. I'm like, why life force? I almost wanted to change it. I was like, that's so, like, it should be something really, you know, like abundance or mirror, you know, (laughs) but it was life force. Then I pick up your book, which is interesting because you say, you talk about the body is the gateway and you say your core essence is your source of meaning, purpose, vitality, and joy, and can only be truly accessed through the instrument of your body. It is experienced, felt, channeled, harnessed, and known through the awareness of the internal information that travels through your inner sensing field every single moment. It is It is where your attention and direct kinesthetic experience of life force energy intersect. And when I read that, I was like, okay, now I know I picked life force. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right. Being present to your whole being, to the direct experience of the physical body, the energy moving through it, and the core essence is all at once is your bridge back to wholeness. That was very well Mm. said and beautiful Mm. um, passage there. Again, everyone, um, Anne's new book is called The Burnout Antidote. Uh, It's a spiritual guide to empowerment for empaths over givers. Highly sensitive people. Um, I do want to ask you about tips, but we need to take a quick break. So we're going to come right back after the break, everyone. More from Anne. From the vibrant soul of Sherry Anna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherry Anna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a spiritual teacher and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of nine books that can help empower lives from Emotional Detox Now, The Four Gifts of Anxiety, to Mantras Made Easy, and The Conscious Parenting Guide to Childhood Anxiety. There is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking, Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Open up to and feel the presence of angels and other loving figures in an environment filled with support, delight, and humor with angel intuitive Michael Andre Ford. Angels are happy to assist with all matters and shed light on your unique life path and opportunities. 
Mention discount code DREAM for 20% off when you register for Meet the Angels at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, July 29th to the 31st. Learn more at eomega.org. Imagine if you had a daily practice for processing your emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges. Well, now you do. My new book, Emotional Detox Now, 135 Self-Guided Practices to Renew Your Mind, Heart, and Spirit is out in the world. It includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at SharianaBoyle.com. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. I'm speaking with Anne Barrow-Bay. She's the author of The Burnout Antidote, a spiritual guide to empower for empaths, overgivers, and highly sensitive people. I know I, uh, before the break, and I mentioned tips, people want to know, you know how to prevent burnout, how to handle burnout, and however you want to phrase that. I did notice in your book, you talk about toxic empaths, and that caught my eye. Could you explain that? Yes. Well, it's funny that you said it like that, because I, I talk about toxic empathy. Mm-hmm. And I talk about predator energy, which would kind of be toxic empaths, if you think about Ooh, it. I came up with a new term. You did. You did. <laughs> you did. Yes. So, talk to toxic, us. Yes. Toxic empathy is, um, you know, I, I and I, I, I think that especially for people who are highly sensitive, who were old sold, who were born with this like heightened uh, ability to be intimate, like with emotions themselves and other people's emotions. um, Don't realize how we've never been taught how to be empathic um, in a world where there's a lot of people who will just take as much as you will give. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a a teacher of mine said a a while ago, she said, and some people don't care if you die, they just want to feel better. And I was like, that's really dramatic, like, really? Mm -hmm. And but when she said that, it's it, it, and I've seen it, like, I I worked a lot closely with Anita Morjani, who had a near death experience and healed from cancer. Love her. And yes, and so she, um, I remember, we were at an event and I was helping her. I was her assistant at the time. And she, there was a line of people, so many people. And after a while she said, we need to go. And I said, well, there's still a lot of people. She says, I I'm done. Like I can't, I can't do anymore. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and she had, she, she had mentioned like that some people, they can't sense that they can't sense that you need space or they can't sense that you're, you know, um, that you're fragile or that you're depleted. They're so in their suffering and it's not that they're bad people. They're just so in their suffering that they will do anything they can to just take everything you've got so that they may save their, you know, their mom from cancer or themselves from whatever, because Anita was talking to a lot of people who had cancer. Mm -hmm. And so what I realized is that there is a difference between cognitive empathy and emotional empathy. So emotional empathy would be like, let's say you and I are having a conversation and you're having a big emotion. And so emotional empathy is I come out of my body, like I can kind of feel my attention going up and out of myself and I'm in your emotion. And so I'm feeling what you're feeling and there's a contagion of emotion between us. And I can feel my energy drain by the second because I'm not embodied. I'm not connected to my core essence. I'm with you. And then the blinders come on, right? So we're just in this issue as opposed to seeing the wisdom in the greater picture. Mm-hmm. cognitive empathy which I call embodied empathy is actually I understand what you're going through so I'm with you and I understand that you are suffering mm-hmm. but I'm here I'm here in the center of my being and I'm breathing deeply mm-hmm. in through the nose mm-hmm. out through the mouth so I'm like fully in parasympathetic I'm deeply connected and I'm in reverence for my light when I'm in reverence from my light and you're going through something, I can hold your light in reverence as well. Mm-hmm. And that means that I can see the more that you can be instead of just seeing your problem. Yeah. So not only am I filled yes. as I'm here for you, mm-hmm. but I'm also able to tap into the wisdom of your, of your core essence and of your higher self. 
mm-hmm. because I'm not in my intellect and I'm not in the scarcity of, you know, mm-hmm. of this yeah. contagion of emotion. So yes. I make yes. the distinction in the book and I have a lot of research mm-hmm. around it too. Like there's sure. a big bibliography in the book. So it's not yeah. just what well, I think. <laughs> emotional, con- emotional contagion is real. I mean, there, there's quite a bit of research, right. In terms yeah. of you can, everyone who's listening, you really can catch other people's emotions. It's like, would you go in someone's space if they were sick? Would you be yeah. all over them? No, you wouldn't. You would, you would back off. You can still empathize with, oh, I'm so sorry you're sick, but you're not going to like sit on their lap. <laughs> Right. Exactly. You're not going to yeah. give them a big hug. You're going to be aware. You're going to be present. But at the same time, I mean, you're talking about boundaries here, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that's, I love that distinction. I love the way that you describe that. Um, can you share a little bit about if, if people are relating to your story, which I really mm-hmm. love your story of, of realizing I'm doing what I love, but I'm burnt out. And why Mm -hmm. am I doing this? Right. So we're already learning so much from you in terms of you weren't coming from your strengths. You were coming from need people need Mm me. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, what else do you recommend and what else have you learned in this journey? Mm, Yes. Well, you know, with, with people who grew up as empaths in a family that might've been toxic because of, of alcohol abuse or drugs or mental health or violence or whatever it was, um, boundaries would be really tricky to understand. So I, you know, I remember like when people say you need, you, you need to, you need boundaries. And I remember thinking, I don't know what you mean. Like I have no points of reference for what that means because, Um, And I talk about it in the book, the difference between porous and rigid and healthy boundaries, right? Like Mm -hmm. the porous boundaries is just where just, you know, anybody can come in and there's no discernment Mm -hmm. and there's no protection of that light. Mm -hmm. And, and that's one of the biggest points in my book is that we, especially as women, like have to protect that innocence, that purity, that light that's inside that little child, Mm -hmm. like, like with our life. It's everything, yeah. but we betray ourselves so easily because it's been modeled to us. And it's just, you know, thousands of years of like history pushing. And so, but this, 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 this commitment mm. to protecting her uh, means I'm not going to put myself on that person's lap. Like you said, and, you know, I'm not going to put myself in that situation. I'm not going to go to that place. I'm not going to be in this conversation because it is not life giving. It's life taking. Yeah. And, and, and that's okay. And for someone who's very sensitive and loves to be there for other people, it feels mm. selfish to do that. Mm. But it is not selfish. Yeah. It's like incredible self-love and it's modeling to the people around us what it looks like mm. to, to honor. And it, and it really, I, I really honor the, the young women of who, and women that are, you know, that are not as young, let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of calling us old, uh, and, and young and younger, young and younger, right? Um, in terms of this tribal thing, you know that if you're not if you're not in behaving in a certain way or upset or consumed with something all the time, you're not you're not on our side. You know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of division mm-hmm. now, right? Yeah. Um, and that's not protecting either. I mean, this is just that yeah. topic alone of protecting your light and your innocence and your, um, it, it is such a deep topic in terms of you can get so easily influenced and pulled into situations and then think, I'm feeling like crap. Like this isn't what I thought it was going to be, or this is work. You know, if you start thinking about that from this work, or if I'm not there, then people are going to be upset or they're not going to like me or they're going to think I'm not, I don't care. Would you agree? Ian? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's really important to, um, to take that space and to take that time to take a step back and go, wait a second, like, is this me taking these decisions? Mm. Is it me like in the driver's seat? Or is it the influence of the people around me? Or this conditioning that's just, you know, in the back of my head or in my subconscious, that's just driving this, you know, my life. 
Yeah. Um, and there are so many expectations and rules and judgment around mm. what it means to be a wife and a mother and a friend mm-hmm. and a woman. And um, a lot of those we never consciously agreed to mm. believe them, but right. they are there. They are there. And they live in the body. And so they are body reacts and we mm-hmm. automatically say something. Um, and then so, you know, I talk a lot about in the book about addressing it at the sensation level. So addressing the emotion and the story at the root level in the body, because mm-hmm. that's where it can move the fastest. That's where you can let go so much faster than, you know, talk therapy for 10 years. <laughs> uh, absolutely. I absolutely agree with you. I mean, that's, it sounds very in line with emotional detox, same, same, same idea. Um, and, mm. but I love this idea of the sacredness that you're bringing to it, right. Mm. And really mm. treating yourself as sacred. And so what changes aside from the strength-based, um, any other changes that you've made in your own life in terms of, um, you know, what you've learned mm-hmm. that you think would be helpful for others to hear about? So I think that often, well, what I've noticed is that a lot of people make exceptions. So they say, yeah, I'll put boundaries and I'll love myself, but I can't do it with this person because this person is either sick or this person is my family uh, or this person mm-hmm. is, you know, I made a promise a long, long time ago. Whatever that reason is, we make an exception for putting ourselves in, you know, in these conversation or with in the presence of these people. And so one of the things that I did is I, there was one person that had been in my life for a very, very, very long time. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize how much that every time I would get a text, even though it was just a beautiful little, I love you, my -hmm. body would tense up. Yeah. Not because I didn't love the person, but our history Yes, was wired in my nervous system. And so I did ask this person for an extended period of time where I wouldn't didn't want to receive any text or email. Mm. And you have to do this, even if it's yeah. family, you have yeah. to do this, even if it's someone that, you know, that you made a promise to, or because yeah. what happens is when your body's always jolted and you have to be vigilant, yes. you can't heal. You can't transform. Right. You can't be creative. Yeah. So, you know, in biology yeah. of belief, yeah. Bruce Lipton talks about how sure. the body can't be protecting and growing at the same time. Yeah. So yeah. True. And that was powerful. That was powerful. So you, the way you set that boundary mm-hmm. is you let that person know, did you, was it for a period of time that you couldn't? Yeah, I said, I said three months and okay. I, and I did say that I was, you know, in a process of writing. So I yeah. couldn't, you know, I, I sure. was going to, you know, completely isolate myself. Gotcha. And the person kind of kicked and screamed at the beginning because she said, like, I, you've always been there for me. I don't know what I'm going to do without you. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. So that person's and, not growing. Right. And that, and that's, what's important yeah. when we, yeah. when we're always there. Yeah. It's a nice thing, but are we preventing other people from growing? Exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, after a week, two weeks of not receiving messages, which I was getting often, like almost wow. every day, wow. I remember driving, like I was on my way to the beach by myself and I started to cry. It's like, and, and it would happen spontaneously, just like in the shower, just weep and weep. It's like my body was dying. Finally, like there was, yeah. it felt safe. That's protecting the purity and the innocence. That's saying to your body, which yeah. is a little girl. Uh, I'm going to do everything I can so that you know you're safe and you can show me who you are. Yeah. And let's face it. I mean, you're, you appear younger than a lot younger than I am. Um, however, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. And, but you know, there was a time where we didn't text. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. Right. And <laughs> exactly. Okay. So you're from the, let's dial it up. Right? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, yeah. And so we did have those lives, folks. Do you remember where we weren't are on everyone's becking call, you know, and we didn't no. have the notifications and they've done a number on us. And, and mm-hmm. I agree with you. And one of the thing is, is it keeps your guard up, keeps you on alert. Yeah. I mean, it's proven scientifically your, your nervous system just stays 
uh, like something's going to happen on. Yeah. On, all yeah. the time. Yeah. And you can't heal and grow when you're, when your nervous system is sympathetic like that, you can't, you are just surviving. So if you want something new in your life and you want to, you know, you want to transform, you want your life to change. You have to change those daily habits around vigilance. Like what is keeping you, you know, with your breath really shallow, with your attention up in your head all the time, maybe even out of yourself as opposed to in your stomach. Yeah. on your heart yeah. at the base of your spine so there's 21 exercises in the book yeah I'm and they're all yes. recorded um for free on my website so you can read them but you can also just mm. lay back on your bed and close your eyes and let my voice kind of guide you okay. um they're guided meditation shamanic journeying some writing exercises um it's basically the work that i've been doing for 12 years with clients in my workshops, my private sessions. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm curious. Thank you for that. I was going to ask you about that. Uh, curious about how your definition of service has changed if it has changed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, it can't be, you know, I grew up Catholic. Yes. <laughs> it can't be a, a martyr thing anymore. Like it can't yeah. be to the expense of your own life. Shoulds. So, <laughs> yes. And yes. so can you serve when your cup is actually overflowing? And that's for mm-hmm. a lot of people who've depleted themselves in the service of others. Yeah. That sounds ridiculous. Like how that means like I won't ever, you know, but that's not true. It's it just, maybe it's been so long since you have loved yourself that much. Or maybe you've never loved yourself that mm-hmm. much. You've never given your heart that break. Yeah. You will come back because it's in you to give. <laughs> it's in you to give. That sounded like the blood donation slogan here in Canada. <laughs> in you to give, but it yes. is like you're born with this desire to be there for other people. It won't go away, but mm-hmm. man, imagine showing up to be there for someone and you're just you're full. Yeah, that's completely different. So that's embodied yeah. service embodied service. I love that. I knew you probably had a reframing for that. I I could kind of pick (laughs) up on that. Um, Well, this has been absolutely lovely speaking to you. And let me tell you, audience, her book is full. I mean, it really has some wonderful deep practices, but, but also practices that you can easily apply in your life. Right? And and, And it um, kind of builds on too. So the first few are really easy And you don't need to be, you know, rich and have all the time in the world to start creating space. So it's, it's definitely. Did you say rich or bitch? No, I said rich. (laughs) Okay. I was like, you don't need to be a bitch. (laughs) Well, some people think it is bitchy to take time for yourself, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. You don't have to be a bitch either. A little slip there. (laughs) Rich or bitch. Okay. Yeah, exactly. No, no, this is very accessible and um, you can start small and you'll notice a difference. You will notice a difference. Uh, thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. And congratulations on this book. It it's, looks wonderful. Um, everybody, once again, it's the burnout antidote, a spiritual guide to empowerment for empaths, overgivers, and highly sensitive people. And the website is Anne and it's B-E-R-U-B-E dot com. Thank you, Anne, for being on. Thank Just you so much there. for having me. You're so welcome. And audience, I'll be right back after the break with a little message from Spirit. So hang in there. Are you looking for a simple way to stay in shape and care for your emotions? Well, look no further. It's Sherrianna here. And I want you to know I have been teaching yoga for over 20 years. My style might be a little different. I include a little bit of cardio, yoga, breath work. And of course, you're going to hear my emotional detox teaching sprinkled in. People describe my classes as therapy. (laughs) So zoom in and practice yoga with me live on Tuesdays at 930 Eastern or Thursdays, noontime Eastern, where you can take it on demand as I record everything. Go to sherriannaboyle.com, click explore memberships to learn more. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. 
Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherry Anna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherry Anna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherry Anna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Looking for a fun and relaxing getaway? Omega Rest and Rejuvenation Retreats are a great way to unwind and renew your spirit. Sit and read in the garden, explore the woodland trails, or try a daily yoga or meditation class. You can stretch your body, quiet your mind, and do as much or as little as you choose. Located in Rhinebeck, New York, just 90 miles north of New York City, Omega's natural environment and quiet pace allow for extraordinary experiences to unfold. Learn more at eomega.org or call 800-944-1001. When we think of a detox, we usually think of it as a physical experience. But what about a mind-emotional detox? With Sherrianna Boyle's new book, Emotional Detox Now, you get just that. Inside, you will find 135 of Sherrianna's signature cleanses laid out for you. In just five minutes a day, you can enjoy the soothing benefits of an emotional detox. Imagine feeling centered, calm, and free. With an emotional detox now, you can. Grab your book today at your favorite bookstore or go to sherriannaboyle.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. And now we're at the part of the show where I just give a, a quick message from Spirit. This morning I was on Instagram and I was doing a live reading from my emotional detox deck. I have the emotional detox deck, which is on sherryannaboyle.com. If you go on my website under products, you will find that deck. And by the way, don't forget to subscribe to my newsletter there because you actually get a cleanse meditation. Cleanse is the steps of an emotional detox where I teach you how to mindfully process what you feel. Um, felt very aligned with the previous interview with Anne and her work in terms of learning how to process emotions from a sense from the body and from a from um sensation, right? And life force energy. So what I wanted to do was share about that live reading I did this morning. What I did was I pulled the, a card and the card had two opposing emotions. It had betrayal and cherished. And I said, do, do whatever you're drawn to either betrayal. Betrayal would mean that you have this emotion inside of you that is looking to be transformed that's looking to be completed that's looking to be resolved right because as you as you heard with Anne's conversation when we don't resolve things within ourselves our history our past our emotions they remain unsettled within inside of us and it can it's it can use up energy that you don't even realize you're you're doing think of it like um leaving a light on and then driving away in your house, right? And you don't realize you left the a light on and you're using energy and you're paying for that energy and you don't even know it. Same thing with emotions. So it's important to resolve things. The second card I pulled for this person um, was blame. And that's a reaction. So what this indicated that this person needed to clear blame and we're going to slide blame over into a reactive category. I, I actually don't call it an emotion. I call it a reaction. Maybe you can relate. Once you clear blame, then what's looking to manifest in your life. And in this person's case, it would be cherished, right? Obviously, sometimes it's the um, opposing emotion. But in her manifesting card, what was looking to manifest was creativity and patience. And I really felt a strong sense that this person had great things in store for her, but that she needed to really clear it. And the message I got from spirit that I want to share with you today, because I think it could be helpful for everyone is sometimes 
blame isn't always about blaming another person. Sometimes blame is a behavior. And that behavior can look like flip-flopping. It can look like I can't make a decision or I wish I made a different decision. Like I shoulda, coulda, woulda, that kind of thinking. If you're in the coulda, shoulda, woulda thinking, then you could have blame that's looking to be fully processed, fully digested in your body. And when you coulda, shoulda, woulda, what happens is you become very indecisive and you become flip-floppy kind of person. And that's not spiritually strong. So it's important to clear blame from your body, right? Which is a reaction and the emotional detox mindset so that you can begin to manifest patience and creativity. And in this person's case, I felt like she was on the cusp of something really big. She just needed that one little piece to to give herself permission to release those reactions so you could she could fully process um, and fully receive what was coming next in her life. And we're all being guided. So I, I hope that helps you today. We're out of time, but you can all spend more time with me and on my membership. I have a membership on sherryannaboyle.com. I'm on there every week live. We do live cleanses together. We process emotions. We move energy. We do all sorts of fabulous spiritual techniques, and it's really, really effective. So um, feel free to check that out. Again, sherryannaboyle.com, check out membership, and then we can um, spend some more time together. But until then, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening. Join Sherrianna next time to continue this remarkable journey of discovering the amazing power of your emotions. Reach out to Sherrianna directly on SherriannaBoyle.com. Share your comments and ask your Just Ask Spirit questions. Until next time, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.